0: I went live on Instagram yesterday, uh, talking about something that I want to come back on this episode and continue that conversation. Is that okay? Cool. This is episode six of the Faith in Wild 40 podcast. I am your host, JB. I'm glad you're here. And now let's dig into this topic. In the last episode, I talked about you have to understand your value. And I was speaking as much to you or to me as I was to you. You know, one of my favorite quotes is by Mary Ann Williamson. Uh, and I think you all know it. Our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. It is our light, not our darkness, that most frightens us. Um, And then she goes on to say, And as we let our own light shine, we unconsciously give other people permission to do the same. As we are liberated from our own fear, our presence automatically liberates others. Now, I'm going to make a statement to you now that you may think is controversial, uh, but I think it is the absolute truth. People are waiting on you to shine. People are waiting on you to shine. (laughs) And that's the tardy bell. People are waiting on you to shine. People are waiting on you to arrive. People are waiting on you to move in your purpose. People are waiting on you to have that big dream. People are waiting on you to take that next big step. People are waiting on you to show your faith. People are waiting. It's a cool thing that God has created us to be A dependent people. Like as much as we say that we are independent, we're not. We all need somebody else at some point. Uh, And whether that relationship is up close and personal, or maybe you're watching somebody from afar. I think it goes without saying that we are a very dependent people. Our, our, Our existence is very dependent. And so people are waiting on you. I uh, was thinking about a quote yesterday. Procrastination is the sin of believing that God owes us more time. As someone who has been a master procrastinator over the course of his life, uh, that is very convicting. It's very challenging. Thinking that God owes me more time has caused me to not do so many things because I did not think that the timing was right. It's been a fear thing. There have been ways that I have not invested into my talent and my gifts because, I, you know, I'd say, I'll do it another day. I just, I just want to watch TV today. I'll do it another day. I'll start that diet another day, or I'll, I'll start exercising another day. But in truth, the greatest gift that, one of the greatest gifts, I'm sorry, that God has ever given us is the gift of now. That's why it's so important that people see you being great now. That's why it's so important that people see you being about your father's business now, not waiting until tomorrow. If my kids always see me putting off the things that I should be doing today for tomorrow, uh, then that is going to be something that they believe is fine to do. Dad is always procrastinated, so it's okay for me to procrastinate. I don't want them to have that. I don't want them to have that mode of operation. I don't want them to have that mo. Um, my kids deserve better than that. And honestly, people deserve better than that when they look at me. My students deserve better than that when they see me teaching them. They should see me going hard today, not waiting until tomorrow, not waiting for a holiday, not waiting for someone to come and and challenge me, but they should see me going hard because I know that this moment, this minute, this hour, this second, this day is all that I have. You know, you hear the question, what would you do? If you you, you knew that you only had a very finite amount of time to live. I'm going to ask that question to you. What would you do if you knew you only had a week to live before you died? What would you do? Whatever those things are, why are you putting them off? Why are you working in a job that doesn't fulfill you? Why are you doing things every day that don't edify you, that aren't pouring or serving to edify and build up those gifts and talents that you have within you? Why are you wasting your potential? Why are you living in your failure? Why are you continuing to live in your past? And these are questions that I have often asked myself. So I can understand the crippling weight of what you feel is wasted potential for a great deal of my life. Potential has been one of those four-letter words that when people say, JB, you have so much potential, it feels almost like they've cursed me out. Because my whole thing, my whole life has been, people say I have potential, but there is no one willing to step up and help me learn how to access that potential. I was talking with someone the other day and they said, you've you've had mentors before, right? I've never really worked with a mentor. I've always waited, but never really had one. Uh, I've watched people from afar and gleaned what I could from them, but as far as someone volunteering to walk side by side with me and teach me the ropes. For much of my adult life, I've kind of learned through trial and error, mostly error, I've gotten some things right, but I'm learning now that even that is not an excuse. It's not. Um, At some point, and I'm in my 40s now, 41, at some point, I have to take responsibility for my development in a way that says, regardless of if anybody believes in me, regardless of anybody sees my light, I have to see my own light. I have to believe in myself. I have to trust in the belief that God has in me. I have to trust in the light that God has placed in me. I have to trust in the love that God has placed uh, in my life. And I have to live. Yeah. Listen, it's time for you to live. Regardless of who you have around you, who believes in you, regardless of where you've come from, regardless of the things you're still trying to actively overcome, it's time for you to live. God says live. Everything inside of you may be saying die, but God says live. Everything inside of you may say die, but God says I am the God who raises dead things. And there are people around you who are dying, who are waiting on you to live. There are people around you who have been dead, and they're waiting on you to live because when you live in the way that God says live, it frees them to live. When you dream the way that God says dream, it frees them to dream. And, and people need you. People are waiting on you. So what are you going to do about that? If you know that people are depending upon you, if you know that people need you to shine so that they can feel like they have permission to shine, and if God has called you to shine but you're not shining, if you put the lampshade over your light, if you're hiding your light thereby you're not freeing other people to, to, to light, what are you doing? What are we doing with our lives when we're not allowing ourselves to be a stimulus for other people to draw closer to God, to draw closer to their Purpose to live in the light of their destiny. People need you. People need you. Say it again people need you. So it's time to take that risk. It's time to take that next proper faith step. It's time to believe God. (coughs) Excuse me. excuse me, it's time to forget the things that were behind you and to run full throttle toward the gloriousness that God has for you. I believe in you. But better yet, God believes in you. And because God believes in you, there is nothing that you cannot accomplish if you trust in him you just start talking better to yourself That makes me think about affirmations y'all affirmations are a big thing right now but i want to caution you can i caution you the only affirmations that i feel comfortable with you know jesus when jesus was being tempted by satan he said man should not live by bread alone but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of god and we have those words in the bible Those are the affirmations that I'm talking about. Affirm yourself according to how God affirms you in his word. When he calls you blessed, believe that you're blessed. When he calls you chosen, believe that you're chosen. When he calls you redeemed, believe that you're redeemed and don't let anybody take that away from you. Paste it on your mirror, put it in your wallet, put it in your purse, put it all around your workstation and say it until you believe it. Break it down, put it apart and apply it to your life. Those are the affirmations that will bear fruit affirm yourself by the word of God and let your light shine that people may see what you're doing and glorify God it's not about us it's all about him but we have to be about the work we have to be about the work this is episode 6 of the Faith and Wild 40 podcast I'll be right back with our devotion for the week devotion from this week comes from Ephesians chapter 1, and I think maybe I've used this before, but it bears repeating in the light of what we've been talking about, about how people are waiting on you. Uh, So uh, Ephesians chapter 1, verse 3, and I'm reading from the ESV translation, it says, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us in Christ with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places. Even as he chose us in him before the foundation of the world, that we should be holy and blameless before him, he predestined us for adoption to himself as sons and daughters through Jesus Christ, according to the purpose of his will, to the praise of his glorious grace with which he has blessed us in the beloved in him we have redemption through his grace the forgiveness of our trespasses according to the richness of his grace which he lavished upon us in all wisdom and insight making known to us the mystery of his will according to his purpose which he set forth in christ as a plan for the fullness of time to unite all things in him things in heaven and things on earth In Him we have obtained an inheritance, having been predestined according to the purpose of Him who works all things according to the counsel of His will. Those are verses 3 through 11. Listen, I just read to you what I think is the most beautiful definition of who you and I are. We've been blessed with every spiritual blessing in heavenly places. That's what verse 3 says. And I can go on and on about this, but here's what I want you to know. In light of understanding that people need you, you have to understand what has been placed inside of you and why it's so important for you to become all that God has purposed for you to be. You have been blessed with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places. That means when we pray, uh, God, let your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. That means that those heavenly places, spiritual blessings, they translate they translate. That means you have access to all of those things inside of you, everything that you need to do, everything that God has called you to do, you already have inside of you. It's like buying a car with the very best engine and the most horsepower and only driving it 10 miles per hour on the interstate. You're not making best use of Of what that car was created to do. And when you don't make good use of what that car was created to do, then the investment, eh, you could have just gotten a Prius. You need to start thinking of yourself in terms of God creating you to be a high-end performance person. No matter what your lane of operation is, you're blessed. No matter where you find yourself doing, you're blessed. No matter how much you mess up, you're blessed. No matter how much you fail, you're blessed. No matter how much you have regrets, you're still blessed. Even when you don't believe that you're blessed, you're still blessed because God has said that you're blessed with every spiritual blessing. Everyone, He withheld nothing from you. And because God has withheld nothing from you, you should withhold nothing from living this life as God has called you to live it. You're chosen. You're blameless. You're predestined. You are redeemed. You have obtained an inheritance. God has given you everything that you need. So shine. Shine your light. Go be great. God has ordained that you be great. God has placed greatness inside of you. And in the name of Jesus, right now, I pray for that man, that woman who is listening to this episode, who's been struggling like I have for so long with a negative view of self, who's struggled with fear, who struggled to overcome obstacles. God, I pray in the name of Jesus right now, by your Holy Spirit, that their definition of themselves would shift, God. Let their sense of identity shift right now. In the name of Jesus, let them see themselves as you see them, God. Let them define themselves as you define them, Lord God. Let them identify first and foremost with your words about them, God. And then I pray that we can take that and begin living our lives in practical steps by that definition. Let that inform our actions. Let that power our faith let that power our convictions, let that power our pathway as we move toward your purpose in us to accomplish your dreams in the earth through us, God. We're so thankful for how you love us. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for joining me for another episode of Faith in Wild 40. I'm loving this. I'm loving this so much. I hope that it's blessing you too. I would love to hear from you. Leave a uh, a rating or a review on, on Apple Podcast. Uh, shoot me a message. My Instagram is at underscore JBSpeaks. My TikTok is at underscore JBSpeaks. Reach out. Let me know what you're thinking, how you're processing. Let me know how you're liking what we're putting out there. Yo, I love you, but God loves you more. And it is time for you to get out there and start living the kind of life that God has ordained for you to live so that you can have the kind of impact that God wants to have in this world through you. People are waiting on you. God's waiting on you too. This is episode six of the JB Podcast. You be blessed. I'll see you next time.